Hey guys. Hey. Hey. It's good you to see you. Want to hear man. my? Um, you want to hear my impression of the Wasp in Ant Man and the Wasp's Quantum Mania? <laughs> I would love to hear. Sure. That. Is it because she has you know, no that's, dialogue? That's in pretty the whole accurate. Movie? That's pretty yeah, close. <laughs> I think thanks. that's basically what what it is. Is it because you she's hardcore hit? sidelined and barely a character? <laughs> You know, Lucas, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get into this after I uh, give you my impression of our theme song. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Hey. That's how I wanted to start this. Oh, hey, wow, cool, nice. Well, I like cool. It. I'm Lucas. Got, I'm Jared. And I'm Niall. And I'm sick of Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out swinging. Uh, yeah. Guys, so we're going to we're going to talk today a lot about uh the beginning of Phase 5, yo. the highly anticipated yeah. phase. Truly only because it meant four, phase four was over. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. Looking back, I think the other phases have some really bad misses. Some stinkers. Right? Some, like, yeah, some just yeah. bad movies I'll never watch again. But also some really, really good ones. Yeah. That felt like their own story, very tactical in their approach. Um, and these just seem like the same movie... And like to me, feel like the same movie over and over again, not really given the same breath of fresh air. And that was what I was hoping for with <laughs> Ant Man Three. I guess <laughs> maybe that one's on me <laughs> for expecting out of Ant Man Three. Yeah. See, to to go like, back to phase, your joke, uh, Phase Five, a new start. To go back to your joke at the beginning with the whole. Ant-Man the Wasp is the title. I feel like the only reason they made it that is because it was the title of the last one. So they're like, Big well, time. I guess we have to continue it. Even though Michelle Pfeiffer was like way more a part. Like yeah. she was way more the Wasp. Yeah. Like in this, but you know, yeah, whatever. And Cassie Lang and yeah, blah, and blah, blah. <laughs> Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Wasp and, <laughs> and old Ant-Man and, and Ants. And Ants. And Mania. <laughs> yep. And his I mean, daughter. that's probably... And his daughter in Quantum and his, and Well, that was the other Ant Man. Oh, other okay. Ant-Man. She's Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man and Ant Man. Just Ant Man powers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is her character's didn't... name in the comics? I actually have I no can't clue. remember. I I knew at one point. It's like, it's like, Pincer or or something or... stupid. Cassandra yeah. Lang. Wow, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, Ant but like, girl. Uh, oh, Stature. That that's what it is. Stature. Yeah. Some, stature. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because well, she can change her. See, stature, here's a here's a fun thing. We'll, 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 get things, we'll get things rolling. Um, do you think her being recast like mattered or was good? Because she was played by a different character in Endgame, and then they recast her as Catherine Newton in this. To be fair, in Endgame, she was barely in it. She was in like two scenes, and she had like yeah, one but line of dialogue. She yeah. was great in that scene. Yeah. Like, so... Like, she I don't looked know. a lot more like the kid who played her earlier yeah. as well. It basically, it, f- I don't know what, what's her face that is Cassie Lang in this movie. 
just feels really like Disney Channel to me. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> she and, yeah, totally. Um, I didn't get that feeling from the girl in Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I'm looking at them right now, and she definitely seems more like for a young audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like kid actor. I mean, for what kids. else has Catherine Newton been in? Let's check that. Bro, if she's been on the Disney Channel, she was in Detective <laughs> Pikachu, I guess. Okay. Was she, was she? Which I still haven't seen. By I that. truly don't remember. Big Little Anyone Lies. in that? She hmm. was in Little Women and Lady Bird. She's in Little Women. Was she, she was one of the Mad Little Men? Women? No, I don't think she's one of the Little Women. Yeah, no. I don't know. She's not. I didn't. Honestly, okay, a pretty good list of films. If yeah. you just told me the list of films and you said, "Hey, a girl who is in all of these is going to be an Ant Man," I'd be like, "Cool." Alright, let's do it. But uh, she was by far my least favorite part of this oh, movie. Oh, same, same. Yeah. And see, the thing is, too, she, her performance, to me, felt like she was, that she thought she was just a phenomenal actress. She's like, look at me act. <laughs> look at look at how good of an actress I am. Look at how much I'm adding to this movie. Because all of her lines, which, you know, it's not her fault, it's the writer's fault, are just mm-hmm. abysmal. Basically, she's like... <laughs> She's, like, giving her dad, Ant-Man, all this crap about, like, retiring. She's like, what are you doing anymore? And it's like, okay, well, he saved the universe. Like, I feel like if anyone did that, they would be allowed to not do anything ever again. They could be done. And you would have (laughs) no right to say, hey, um, why aren't you doing anything more? Why aren't you shrinking police cars? Because he literally says, hey, uh, you're welcome for not all being dust. But it's just, like, laugh brushed off. Because she's like, yeah, well, you're not helping the local homeless population, so... Shut up. And it's like, come on. What is this, like, false, like, stepping stone we're giving this daughter for no yeah, reason? Yeah. I, that, that was really annoying. Well, it really then, makes me excited to see her again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what like I, I wonder also, like, is it... How much of it is her fault as an actress for making it feel so dumb and bad? And how much of it goes on to the director for just true. Mm. for just making her that. like give that kind of performance? Yeah, you know, for sure, it's it's kind of one of those things that's up in the air. So it, we we're not necessarily slamming this girl as an actress because she's potentially <laughs> no. a good actress. She could. Yeah. She she's could just I'm not sure. in I mean, this. I don't know, and whose fault that is is open for debate. See, that's yeah. that's a good point because I will say other similar characters in recent MCU projects have given me have also been my least favorite part of them like the just the youthful teenager who's like trying to give the main character some heat for doing what they're doing like in uh like it was riri williams and black panther for shuri and then it was america chavez for doctor strange and it was like yeah i get why you want to introduce these young avengers characters because you're clearly building to that project but it's like why are you making them all the same kind of unlikable like they're yeah. they're all basically the same character. They just yeah. oh look at how cool and you know Can't like to have them all in a room together. But, well, there's and that you're thing. bad because you're the older one. And what do you know? Like look at me, I'm the youth and I'm better than you. Well, and not only are they the youth who's like proactive and in, in local politics, yeah, you know, yeah. And whatever, uh, but they're also all geniuses. Yeah, <laughs> they're all brilliant. That's the She's other like, thing too. Yeah. yeah, I made this contraption. Like I'm in, I, in high school, I was working on it. Because yeah. you were gone, Dad, and you know, 
And it's like, and yeah, she basically you know that just thing that created a pathway to the quantum yeah. realm that no one has yeah. done before. That basically. thing that this decorated scientist, Hank Pym, who has dedicated his life's work to trying to get his wife back from there, hasn't been able to do this in his whole life. And a high schooler <laughs> did it in a couple of months. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, absurd. That, that's Absolutely ridiculous. With these youth characters that they're introducing to, is that it's like they're trying to, like we get, we already have the Hulk and Iron Man and Hank Pym, right? Who are already like these super geniuses in the MCU. They're like, mm-hmm. well, we have to one up them. But these yeah. characters that we have to one up them are so young that it's just not believable at all. Mm-hmm. Like Shuri yeah. was believable for me, is believable because she's like grown up in Wakanda, and it's like, yeah, she's like the young genius, but she was the only one, right? And but she's also there's... not like. 10 years old yeah you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, i mean cassie laying under the tutelage of hank pym i get it yeah yeah right and so they were very i can involved. i can believe that but at the same time you know it, it just feels like oh yeah like she did this she she got like all the yeah. credit for it and and it makes it feel like it's diminishing the accomplishments of some of these other characters right yeah like when iron man made the iron man suit mm-hmm. in the cave with nothing that was a feat oh, and yeah. you as like the audience watch that happen skip to years later we have uh iron heart who just made hers you know in a garage she's like yeah i'm an mit student i'm brilliant you know i don't i don't really care about that at all yeah. like and there's no weight to that accomplishment and i don't really care about her brilliance because you know because you don't just, know that character either yeah it's oh, just a character. side character and again, like that's, I, I think we could have worked on it better, right? Give them more yeah. spotlight, but it's hard to give spotlight when they're the side character in a film. And now we're going to end up with a phase of only these side characters mm-hmm. who weren't yeah. built up appropriately. Yeah. And well, it's like, cause they're not yeah, making yeah. A, a, whatever stature Cassie Lang show or movie. No, she's and just like, going to show, show up, up in other and... things, but it's like, but I, I'll say this movie did address a huge pet peeve of mine with characters like that, like that are just barely coming into it or like, yeah, this is my first time wearing the suit or something. I have this pet peeve that is, they always are just immediately really good at fighting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it drives me crazy. And at least in this movie, they like kind of addressed that where like she botches it a bunch and he has to like, there's the conversation where he trains, like he kind of talks to her, like the, the process. And then he does it. And then he's like, you see, you see what I did? Like, yeah, I liked that because it made me feel like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is actually her first time doing this. Whereas like, Shuri with the with the Black Panther suit, even though like, yeah, she had the heart shaped herb and stuff that doesn't necessarily fulfill that for me of her just immediately <laughs> yeah. being like the best martial artist. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, in Aquafina in Shang-Chi, you know, yeah, at the very end was just, yeah, handed just a bow, an archer, took a couple yeah, practice yeah. shots and she was like, oh, she does I'm the freaking kill shots. See, that's, that's kind of the annoying thing as well that phase four has started to do. Um, is that every, which is something that the Arrowverse has done, which was really annoying to me when I was still watching those Arrow shows, is that yeah. every background character has to become a superhero or like a named character mm. of some sort. And that was yeah. really apparent in Black Panther and somewhat in this. Like in Black Panther, because it's like a Koye gets that blue suit, sure, yeah. he becomes the, like a character, and then Nakia has like a suit as well. And everyone's just like getting all these power, not really powers, but like 
hero names and stuff. And it's just like, you know, characters are allowed this, yeah. to just be char- like side characters. Yeah. Not That's what makes Sokka so interesting yeah, in exactly. like Avatar. Is oh, like, yeah. He's like, of course, still a named character and stuff, but he doesn't like realize he's a bender. He's just good at what he does, yeah. you know? And yeah. like, we need more characters like just that. Just like that. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, man, I don't know. That's just kind of annoying. But let, let's just talk about overall. I mean, we've kind of went yeah, down we the rabbit hole of dove random. right into it. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I we got excited. enthusiasm. Uh, spoiler warning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've spoiled anything yet. But. Uh, yeah, I guess not. I guess we've just been very hard opinion. Yeah. You know, the wasp doesn't do much. I guess that was that a spoiler. Is spoiler. <laughs> the very we beginning. really were hoping for a lot of Evangeline Lily wasp. Hate to break it to you, buddies, but uh, you're not getting it. Yeah. That's like naming it Batman v Superman, and Superman's like in it technically, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Like, like something just crazy that would never yeah. happen. Like, just something so wild. Yeah, something so crazy and wild that would never happen ever. Um, yeah, let's let's go straight into our initial thoughts. We did a little exercise, and maybe we should do this now let's before do it now. we. Yeah, it's no so. longer relevant at yeah. all, <laughs> but. Because this is the first movie of Phase 5, right? We wanted to look back at Phase 4 really quickly. And just because we're all on Letterboxd, this is not sponsored. Not yet. Uh, just one an day. app where... One day. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be. Um, an app that is kind of like Goodreads for movies, right? It tracks the movies that you watch. You can review them. Your friends can see what you reviewed and what you thought of movies. And, and it's really fun as like a social app, Right. But it's also really awesome because it allows you to personally log your thoughts of movies on the day you watch them and then go back to your diary and see, okay, out of five stars, what did I give this movie? Yeah. What did I give this movie? And so what we've done is we've looked back at all seven of the phase four Marvel movies that came out and we have totaled up our number of stars we gave them, right? So that's between like half of a star and five stars. And so I just, I'm interested to see who had the best opinion of phase four versus who had the worst opinion. Yeah. And maybe we should put some guesses in. Okay. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? What's uh, your prediction? My prediction is Niall liked it the most and Jared liked it the least. <laughs> Big time. hundred percent. hundred percent. The only well, I'm thing. I'm in the middle, but close to Niall. Yeah. Definitely. The only thing that I think puts, that at risk, Lucas, is the fact that um, I am I am only somewhat recently actively using Letterboxd, mm-hmm. and so I didn't log like the first half basically until we decided we were going to do this. I kind of gave them star ratings, and so my answers are kind of adjusted for disinflation a little bit of <laughs> excitement for the movies yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. I was even going back through some of the ones that I did rate, and I was like, well, I don't know if I would have done it that highly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm like, looking back way. on it. So I, it's possible because some of mine are what I feel about it now and not what I felt at the time. But I think that just generally, that's for sure. I liked it the most. Jared liked it the least. And Lucas is hot on my tail for the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I if there's a couple times where I watched the movie twice, yeah, and I just took the more recent review. Okay, yeah. Same. Like for That's example, fair. a good a good example is when I watched um, the Multiverse of Madness. 
I came out of that. I loved it. Same. It was awesome. Just what a great experience. And then I watched it again like a week later, and I was like, oh, well. <laughs> that wore off a bit for me. <laughs> it was not as good the second time around. So, anyway, okay. Um, who wants to go first? We, we, should Lucas, do, I... we should do lowest to highest, in theory. Okay, so, so, let's have yeah. so in theory, my total score between the seven movies was 24 stars for an average of 3.43 stars. Okay. Huh. Across the seven. Very interesting. Right. So just interesting. under mid. Yeah. Just under, just mid. under mid. Again, I'd probably rate some of these lower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Thor Love and Thunder, I gave four stars. But that's because yeah. I liked it a lot when I watched it. Oh. I'm sure on a rewatch, I wouldn't like it I, at all. <laughs> I rewatched it and gave it three. I had initially given it four. Um, but mine is 25, actually. So only oh, one so above one Wow. Um, and so average of 3.57. Because honestly, still, there there is not an MCU movie that I've hated. Like, just really yeah. everything about it, just not liked it at all. Even the, the earlier Thor movies, I didn't um, love, but I didn't hate them. Like, there are things about them that I like. Like, Loki is a great character consistently. The Thor stuff they do mm-hmm. can be cool. Like, the Norse-type stuff. Yeah. So I'm still I'm hoping there isn't one. On it, obviously, Black Panther two kind of when I first saw it, I didn't like it nearly as much. But then rewatching it, I liked it a lot more. Oh, it went up on a rewatch for you. It went up, yeah. But oh, I, I think well, I like, would stayed, dislike it. It stayed the same. Like it was it. still a three, but it was. A, but it was a more it was happy a better three. three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> um, it was kind of like the, one of those Avatar situations where when I had watched it, I was super uncomfortable and it was just kind of weird. And mm. so rewatching it just like at home was just good to just watch it. Um, what does that average to then? So I'm my average is 3.57. Yeah. 3.57. Gotcha. Yep. Nice. So about well, 1.15 or something like that higher than me. Yep. <laughs> well, my total is unsurprisingly higher than both of yours. It's 26, <laughs> 26.5. Oh, wow. So barely. Oh, okay. We're all very close. Uh, barely, yeah. yeah. We're pretty close. Um, I'm interested, Lucas, do you know how many stars you gave Thor Love and Thunder? Initially four, but then I gave it three. So I was Then you went to three. three. Okay, yeah. so yeah, because yeah, I was at three and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, I stand by that, basically. Yeah. Even I maybe would move it down. Yeah. I did not very much enjoy that movie. No, it, it but... really <laughs> suffers on a rewatch, honestly. Um, it, I can I'm imagine. Sure. I only it's, saw it's it It's not once. a very long movie, but it feels... It yeah. drags, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But um, that's an average for 3.79, um, Ooh, which, wow. okay. yeah, even going back through, looking at the ones that I did log initially, which are not many of them, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I would have rated it that high. Yeah, so yeah, mine of most of the movies were three stars for me. Black Panther, okay. Eternals, She-Hulk, Black Widow, Thor were all three stars. The only one I mm. gave five stars to that I stand by is No Way Home. And I think overall in Phase 4, the only two things that I really loved were No Way Home and Loki. Everything else was just like, I liked lots of things about uh, them, yeah. but those two were the ones that really I, I just loved yeah. still. I, I was even talking about this with a friend today. There's not much out of the TV shows that I would ever even kind of consider rewatching, but Loki. <laughs> yeah, sure. Loki. I, I think yeah, yeah. that I might rewatch it even because I'm like, I really did enjoy that one. Me too. Yeah. Well, Especially I think that's since there's a season two coming. Yeah. Oh. 
Is there? Mm-hmm. There I'm is. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm July. just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we knew before. Uh, there better be. <laughs> yeah, there better <laughs> Can be. you imagine? There, there's, Loki so, season two canceled. Yeah. There's just that post credit tease, and then they just never paid off. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that might happen with Harry Styles. We'll see. Well, <laughs> that might honestly, happen with a lot of it them. better because I don't want more of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was rough. So, so I think that frames like going into phase five. Phase five, yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now, uh, as we get into our overviews, maybe just tell us your letterbox score. Um, so I rated Ant-Man and the Wasp a 2.5. I gave it three, and then like the next day I was like, yeah, it's probably a 2.5 for yeah. me. Like I truly don't want to watch it again. But I had fun. I had a good time. Yeah, me too. It was fun. I, I th- Oh, sorry. Finish. Sorry. No, yeah. No. I, I was just going to say kind of my general thoughts. Um, overall... I thought there was a lot that just I, I saw potential in that didn't quite land for me. Um, whether that's some characters who were totally forgotten, some characters who got a lot of time who I just did not care about at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, the chance to introduce Kang kind of like in a Thanos way, right? And make me care about him. And then at the end, I still didn't care about him, you know? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because this he's going to be a big deal, right? And this kind of felt like the Infinity War for that character. And yeah, so it, it, it was more we'll of like a Guardians for me a little bit. Because yeah. how Guardians introduced Thanos, but he wasn't like I mean he was a lot bigger part of this movie than Thanos was in Guardians. But right. it felt he was a lot the more villain like, of this movie. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. So <clears throat> just a lot of things that I liked uh, or didn't like. Some things that I liked, you know, like. Uh, being saved by an army of ants. You did were... like that? I loved that. I loved <laughs> that they were all brilliant scientist ants. <laughs> I want to talk. I, we're going to talk about that later in this. Yeah, we're going to talk about because I yeah. I have I already told you guys this when we walked out of the theater. We also saw this movie together, which was super exciting. Yeah, that oh was that gosh. was a lot of fun. Um, yes, but yes, yes, yes. I so we talked about it not too much that this is like too much of a pregame. And we've also had some time to kind of simmer on it and and really think about it. But I did pitch to you guys my way to keep that kind of plot point of them coming up the same, but make it way better. So we can have a bit of a I could have done it better section Mm. later on. Yeah, I think I I agree with you. So those are my general thoughts. Cool. cool. Um, You know, if you like Ant-Man, go see it. If you like Marvel, go see it. If you're like waning on it, honestly... Maybe this is the time to stop going to see Marvel. Movies. Really? Yeah. It, it, it just feels start kinda... with this one. Just don't go see it, and then just stop watching from here on out. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to be missing much. It feels pretty skippable. That's my honest opinion. Because it's like it all takes place in one day, and so does this Kang die? I wasn't totally sure. It's unclear. Did he get stuck in that thing, or did he die? It's because in the post credit scene, that Council of Kang said he's dead, and I was like, yeah. really? He died from that? Yeah, well, because that was like unclear. the conqueror. That's like because also king. like Red Skull was dead. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yellow Jacket was dead. Yeah, so it's like you don't know. <laughs> like I don't think he's dead, but I was still like weird. If if this yeah, movie I'm... was just like, hey, Kang, like, you know, we got Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars coming up, and then we yeah. kill Kang at the end. It's I'm like, interested uh... to see if it will be like a different variant of Kang. Potentially, even it's the variant that's going to be the main villain of Loki season two, Victor Timely. Yeah, 
Because um, I, I, it, it, I was under the impression that this Kang in this movie was going to be the Kang of Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. That's that's mm. I think the impression that that most have, and I, it's still kind of the sense Could that I be, get. Yeah. But um, I also one of the things that I really enjoyed about the movie. Um, I'll just I'm I'm gonna go into mine really yeah, quick yeah, if your, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I gave it four stars, and as of right now, I stand by it. Um, my letterboxed review says, um, well, I liked it because <laughs> we went with a big group of people and everybody was kind of trashing it. And I was like, I liked it more than I was expecting yeah. to. And to be fair, I kind of went in with lower expectations because of Marvel's letting me down, uh, phase many times in. in a row. Phase four, <laughs> but, AKA phase letting me down. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But well, I had a I really think, good time. Oh. I'll, I'll throw this in. Yeah. I was primed earlier that day. I saw just some amazing acting from our very own Niall Thorley. That's true. Oh, oh and stop so it. And so seeing just what a great actor can do. Stop. And, and just then to be going so into a movie just a little let down. Man, yeah. It was just a big seeing contrast. every actor reading off of cue cards <laughs> and phoning in their performance. The ants are uh, super smart now. Bill Murray's and... like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Quantum Realm something. All right. Yeah. You said you're going to be 10, 10 mil for this? Cool, I'm out. <laughs> That's my rate. <laughs> That's my rate. Um, so I, I really did enjoy it, though. Yeah. I had a really good time. I Of course, there were problems that I had. I didn't like Cassie Lang, but I didn't hate her as much as everybody else that we went to the movie with. <laughs> um, I, I The ant thing was dumb, and I have a fix for it that we'll talk about later. Okay. I'm just going to keep sir. seeding that so that people listen to this whole episode. <laughs> and then, we'll and then we just won't say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Stay tuned I, till the end. One of the things that I really enjoyed <clears throat> was that just the tag at the very end, basically, that is, they did it, everything's great, but then he has this, like, panic attack of, like, wait, did I just mess everything up? And they, like, mm-hmm. they kind of do it in the ant way, like, jokey, like, he kind of keeps walking and is like, oh, it's fine, no, like, I don't need to worry about it. But I loved that they set up, basically, the, almost Kang as a concept is more deadly than any of the individual kings because it's like no matter what like if you take one out now somebody else has more power and they can take over so i like this idea that like by by beating a king you're just giving more room for another more powerful one to emerge Mm -hmm. and i like that they they set that up regardless of whether the king that was fought in this one is actually dead or not it it shows you kind of how dangerous of a dynamic all of these different variants have with each other and that's just super exciting to me Mm -hmm. so i like i left this movie excited to see where they go um in the future um and i like i don't know i just i know that somebody that i know that doesn't listen to this podcast um said that it was worse than morbius Oh. And I'm just like, there's no possible way that that's true. Yeah, yeah. And when the I, leading man is uh, our very own, yeah, Ant Man, like, very good. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Oh my yeah, gosh, Paul that Red. took me way too long. <laughs> I. And that was another thing. Um, the the group that we went with, a bunch of them were just like, 
uh, like nobody seemed like they wanted to be in this movie and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Paul Rudd seemed like he was having a great time. I like, I thought that his performance was super fun. I thought that it was like really engaging. I, the Bill Murray scene was super fun for me. Um, I loved the portrayal of Modoc. Well, I don't know about loved. I enjoyed. Yeah, um, Modoc was. It was. Nice. It I... was about as good as I could have hoped Modoc in a movie to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, unless um, we'll get into Modoc more. In a yeah, yeah, well. we'll talk about Modoc. But yeah. I really enjoyed it, and I don't. I I I understand a lot of the complaints, but I will say that I don't understand the hate that the movie is getting. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I would say I agree with that. Um, well then say it. I, I agree. Do it right I, now. I, I agree okay. with that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. There we go. So Good. Yeah. stick to your well, guns, man. Thank you. For <laughs> me, you I'm, I, I give it three out of five. I was kind of edging between three or four and I ended up landing on three because I just, there are a few things that I just really didn't like about it, but there are a few things that I really did like. Maybe when I rewatch it, I will like it more. Maybe I'll like it less, and maybe I'll like it the same. I, I do want to rewatch this, though. Those because... are the three options. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> the um, I, I do want to rewatch this because the like the things I really did like, I, I kind of loved. Like, I I really liked Modoc. I, I loved his introduction yeah. scene, like the POV of him, like, buzzing along. But at uh, the same time, like, I kind of hated that the way he ended. Like, I, I wanted him to keep yeah. going. Like, I hate... Them introducing these cool villains like Modok and like Claw and Black Panther and some of these other characters. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Well, Taskmaster is dead though, but um, yeah, Taskmaster carry just on. killing the killing them off or kind of neutering them dead immediately. To me. Like his whole thing is like they they keep talking about he's the mechanical organism designed only for killing, and then he has multiple opportunities to kill Cassie Lang, which he's instructed to do multiple times, and he just doesn't. He just yeah, like he, you know, he, I, as far as I could her. count, killed nothing in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He like had that first scene where he's buzzing through stuff, but then outside well, of that, yeah. he didn't really do a whole lot of killing. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of has his little, you know, redemption type thing at the end, which I didn't love. It would have been cool if he had gotten out into the world, like out of the quantum realm, and just been Modok yeah. and like started aim, and, and then could like, like yeah, that. pick up the pieces of Iron Man 3's aim yeah. and kind of like pick it up and yeah, that could have been sweet. Very cool. But they're just like, yeah, no, we're just gonna kill him. He's just in this kind of as a fun callback to when Yellow Jacket came, which I did like. That was like a thing that came back. Um, but yeah, King I also liked a lot. His character like wasn't super developed, but I did like what we got of him, and I'm excited for more Kang. Even though it really seems like we won't get a lot other than Loki until like Phase Six, because the other Phase yeah. Five movies will not even have any reason to like be messing with Kang stuff. That's so. true. Except like the Kang Dynasty is what 2025. 2025, yeah. So, so there's not a whole lot of time to be setting up Kang. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and so like yeah. Loki, I'm sure will do a lot. I think I think Loki is going to bear a lot of the weight mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, that's wild. Actually, that's very wild. hopefully not to its detriment. Hopefully, it no... doesn't like undercut any story just mm-hmm. to be like okay, and here's the story of Kang. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And there's not a lot announced about Phase Six. There's still some um, like unannounced projects that, with like dates, and there's a few that you can kind of fill in, like Shang Chi Two. They said they're going to make. Doctor Strange 3 is like a pretty likely possibility to be in Phase 6 and kind of some stuff like that. But then who knows? Maybe there's some new characters that they're going to make movies of. Um, But Phase 5, just kind of to look ahead a little bit, 
uh, will consist of six movies instead of seven, like the last phase. And first one is Ant-Man. And then we have two others this year, which are Guardians 3 and The Marvels. And then next year we've got Captain America oh, 4. The Marvels going to be so good. Oh, I cannot wait for The Marvels. It's going to be so mm-hmm. good. The Marvels. I agree with Kevin Feige that it's as big of a deal as, as Marvel's the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, I agree with him in 2012. <laughs> did he say that? He did. He that. said that it's he, that's the movie that he compared it to. <laughs> Which is I'm ridiculous. like, Kevin Feige, I'm sorry, bro, but are you, like, straight up... Are you delusional? There's no way. <laughs> Are that... you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the first Captain Marvel did make a billion dollars. As much as people like to hate on it, it made a lot of money. So I think this one will do well. Too. Yeah, a bunch of people who didn't didn't enjoy a movie. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they saw it. Well, yeah, that's what people keep movie. saying about the Transformers movies too, and they just that's true. They keep making them. They keep making a billion dollars. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's gotta be. Yeah, but something. they're like, but this one's gotta be good. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. And they um, all you, are. You said uh, Captain America 4. So, ca- the, so those three are this year, and then next year is three more as well. Captain America 4, Thunderbolts, and Blade. And I'm down for the three a year. That's what they were doing in Phase 3. And I'm, I'm if they keep the three per year consistently yeah. going, I'm good with that. Like, that's not too Me many. Too. That's enough to, like, keep people invested. And it's, like, five or six months between each project. You know, it's, it's a good amount, I think. Um, and then... For phase six, I think they might do three or four as well per year. But yeah, I, I think they just need to roll it back. It's just too much. And I think they realized that with phase four. So I can imagine they might start cutting yeah. or canceling. Well, they've stuff even, or they've even said that they're like. They're going to go for quantity. They're, or they're quality focusing over quantity. over quality over quantity now. Yeah. And they like they, they basically yeah. have addressed, we kind of messed up. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> but that being said, too, like I do want season two of Moon Knight and, you know, some other stuff and. You know, maybe they'll, they'll maybe they won't do a season two of Moon Knight. They'll just have some of those characters they introduced merge in with other movies yeah. and properties. Oh, like the Scarab chick? That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. Silver oh, Scarab. She's like an Egypt, the Egyptian, Egyptian superhero. superhero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my man. blood, my blood pressure just went up a lot just by even thinking about that scene. <laughs> um, I do think the Disney Plus specials are a good way to like kind of introduce cool stuff as well. Because I Big thought time. the holiday Night special was, awesome. was sick. Um, the holiday special was cool. Um, I will say of Phase 4, the one I'm most looking forward to definitely is Guardians 3. Out of all six of those yeah. movies, that one is Same. the one that I really want to be good. Um, and, you know, I have been misled by trailers in the past, like this one and many others. However, I do think this one, of any of them that are going to be good, the last two Guardians were great and the holiday special was awesome. And James Gunn, in James Gunn we trust. So I just... I, I just want yeah. it to be good so bad. I want it to be good. <laughs> oh, if it's not good, yeah, that it. that will really break me. If Guardians Three isn't good, because it's yeah. like what yeah. what to, what do I even help for? That's the what, end of the why do I care about James Gunn DC Universe? Why should I care about the rest of the Marvel stuff? Like this is going to be a big determining factor yeah. for me. That'll that'll change your career. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Guardians Three is bad, you're gonna yeah. I'm just to gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna like study finance. Actually, that's always been yeah. really kind of a side <laughs> passion. Get another degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I graduate, because I graduate actually that same day that Guardians Three comes out. <laughs> you can so, decide whether or not so to I'll, go to commencement. I'll graduate. Oh. I'll walk, and then I'll go to theaters that that evening. See Guardians three, and then that will determine whether I'm going back to school to get another degree or continuing <laughs> trying to pursue filmmaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I hope I the Guardians the three is right. <laughs> yeah, me too, because it might cost me an extra three or four years of my life. Well, let's let's start digging in, into 
uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Where are specific places you guys want to start? I mean, I feel like we've got to address MODOK. Yeah. I mean, we kind of already Let's did. Let's talk about MODOK. Let's talk about Let's MODOK. Let's talk about MODOK, guys. Um, I didn't like that it was the dude from the first one. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was just a cheap callback that they're like, oh, he's important to these characters because of that one character from the first movie uh-huh. that you guys all forgot about. And he had, she had to be like, remember, Dad, when that bee flew around my room and tried to kill me, you know? And yeah. everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess that did oh, yeah, happen. That and then, like, two minutes later, it was, Modoc's back, and it's me, yeah, da- Darren. Darren. That Darren, movie, from your bedroom. The crazy thing about Ant-Man 1 is that it came out eight years ago. <laughs> oh my God. That's wild. wild. 2015. That is crazy. It was, like, May of 2015. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I will say though, the way that they designed Modoc and how ridiculous he looked was exactly what I wanted Same. him to look like. I loved his design. It was perfect. And I don't think it would have worked in any other movie, like except for maybe Guardians. You know, yeah. just it had to be something that was way far out and yeah. absurd. And so it fit in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And honestly, a lot of the jokes he said and stuff were good, and, and I loved all that. But I just felt like they should have detached him from that character, allowed him to just be this new character that kills, you know, and is really good at it. Yeah. Can you imagine if and... he had actually killed the daughter? <laughs> that would have been so crazy. <laughs> I just think there would have been a too. big tonal shift. The first rated R Marvel movie. Because he just, like, massacres, like, yeah, like the been crazy. See, <laughs> like Homelander. Yeah, he just like he's just just buzzes like boss baby two family business levels of violence. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Disney could handle that. See, it is kind of annoying too. Yeah, that's kind of DreamWorks has that corner. DreamWorks, yeah, (laughs) they yeah they they really corner the market that one. Um, It is annoying that you know I get that the Marvel movies are not like Game of Thrones or other hyper violent. It's not a, a Tarantino movie. However, all these Marvel movies in Phase Four and Five, like no one is dying. They're not trimming no. anything off. They're yeah. not trimming any of the fat off. They're just adding more to it. And so it's like, you know, we kind of have talked about this in the past. We don't really know who, which characters to care about. I have no clue who the next Avengers lineup is going to be. Not even a little bit of a guess. Because it's just, <laughs> other than the young Avengers, which I really hope is not the main team that fights Kang. Yeah, Kang I Dynasty. will be very upset. <laughs> that would annoy me. Because oh, none man. of those characters I like, even a little bit. I mean, Hawkeye, no. Kate, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, I actually do like her character. But all I the other ones. Her as well. You say what? Are, I'm trying to, th- are they all women? Are there men? Um, uh, the, the two because kids, WandaVision, uh, Scarlet Witch's kids, I think would be part oh. of it if they were to like age up. Bro, I would love for them to come back and sing the Ice Cream song. <laughs> yeah, bro. As teenagers. But everyone else is we female. Love ice cream. Uh, as far <laughs> like as the ones they've introduced. <laughs> Unless, um, uh. I don't know, Jared, did you watch She-Hulk at all? No. Okay, so Hulk's son is introduced in the last episode of She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, I did yeah, see the horrid So maybe CG. he could be in the Young Avengers, but that would suck, too. Like, yeah. He does not belong in there. He's got that well, yee-ass haircut. It's just the worst. <laughs> That Which truly, is a shame because in the in the comics he just looks so cool with his like long, long hair, long whole like, hair. Like why did they sick. like? Why would they on. buzz the yeah. top half of his head and then just like a weird mullet? <laughs> he just looks so dumb. 
<laughs> he looks, his CG is like, is this supposed to be based off a real person? Because this just looks so uncanny valley. This looks like a doodle. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say, to be fair, the Hulk's introduction into the team was bad, right? Yeah, yeah. The first Hulk movie, bad. Yeah, true. I mean, like, at least and then compared to others, really. right? Um, and then he came back and, yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Way better. Killed it, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I like Modoc of, as what's well. What's his name? Scab. Scar. Scab. <laughs> Scar. Um, Hulk's son. Scar. It's Hulk's son. Scab. <laughs> Isn't he so threatening? <laughs> I I liked Modoc as well. There was a specific yeah. point in like the first conversation with him where they recognized him as Darren and they kept calling him Darren. And then he like yelled, I am Modoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, I was just like, lot. yeah, bro, a hundred percent. Like that's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the only thing that I, I was really missing was like a Modoc voice. Like I want, yeah, yeah. I want yeah, the yeah. like Marvel versus Capcom yeah. Modoc <laughs> voice of just like, or, or uh, earth's mightiest heroes. That mm-hmm. voice of just the like, I just it's so funny to me, and I want more of that. Um, but no, I I really liked him. I think honestly, I would have preferred it if one of two things. Here's how I could have done it better. It being Mo-Doc. oh, either he doesn't have the battle mask, and just <laughs> oh, where like he's that. fighting is just his face. Just imagine those shots, though, with his face out. And, like, yeah, I think stuff. that it might have been too been much awesome. for the CG yeah, team yeah. To, maybe so, maybe <laughs> to animate. So. But, um, or we get Iron Man style in helmet shots of Modoc <laughs> during those fights. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Wouldn't that have that been so been awesome. funny? That would have like, been really good. It would have been awesome. Um, so, but I, no, I, I liked him and I liked how at his termination um they kind of like kept it a joke i was i was glad Mm -hmm. that they didn't like this is one of the rare times where i'll say i was glad that marvel was making jokes at this serious point Mm -hmm. but i was glad that they didn't try to make it like modok was the hero of the movie and like wow we couldn't have done it without you they kind of just made it. Darren, like we forgive yeah, you. He helped, <laughs> no, she... and he was making all of these ridiculous claims about like having always seen uh, Scott Lang as a brother. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Like, really? <laughs> and like, it's like what? they kept it funny while like so so it didn't feel like. And he's like, we I, were and, supposed and to think. Wow, Modoc saved the day. You know, like it. It was funny, and yeah. I was glad that they approached it that way. I, but I also agree. Killing him was dumb. Yeah. Kill someone else. Yeah. Kill, kill Hank Pym Michelle or Pfeiffer. the other kill Hank Pym. See, if they're so, <laughs> if they're so yeah. insistent on keeping Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas's Ant-Man and the Wasp alive, they should give them the suits. Like, there was no reason. It would have been cool yeah. if all five of them had had a suit. They're like, oh, yeah. hey, wear yeah. this weird, like, cloth burka thing. <laughs> yeah, like this to blend version. And it's like, and it's like the, yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we just sell action figures. You mean. Yeah. But, I'm just kidding. Well, if anyone buys those action yeah, figures. Yeah, seriously. Of yeah. older Ant-Man. I will be shocked. Um, but I, I, yeah. I also, um, oh, never mind, actually. I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I, I did actually like a lot of the humor in this. 
Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty genuinely funny. And I will agree that Paul Rudd, I do not think phoned it in at all. I think he did a great job. He was totally yeah. in it. He was awesome the whole time. And same with Jonathan Majors. You can tell Jonathan Majors really cares yeah. about doing a good job as King and Jonathan like making Majors it a compelling awesome. villain. And kind of he's like the new Thanos. And I think he, it seems like he cares because he did a good mm-hmm. job. And I, it's from like interviews and stuff. He sounds excited to keep being in these Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, he hasn't watched this movie yet. I heard that. Also, this, this is kind of to fuel the fires of what is going on with the Kang thing. Because he says he doesn't want to watch his performance in this movie and have it affect his future performances. And I so think that, he just doesn't want to waste two hours of his life. See, that's so interesting to me because it's like he was at the premiere, like the world premiere. So he just not yeah. go in. He's just there, gets know. pictures, and then, all right, I'm leaving. Maybe he, maybe he plugged his ears and closed his eyes and went, la, 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 For la. La, 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 la. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Also, other other things that were said at the red carpet premiere were um, Michael Douglas being interviewed by somebody and somebody asking him, so would you come back for a fourth movie? And his response was basically only if they kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could tell. That yeah, was... and you could tell in the movie that he, yeah. that was his opinion. He truly didn't, he didn't, didn't care about yeah, it. He didn't care much about this. I, I did like Michelle Pfeiffer in this a lot, actually. I thought her yeah. character was really good um, as well. I didn't well. care about her one bit. <laughs> I think, she I was think such a huge part I... of this movie, so it was like, I, I thought she did a good job. She seemed more invested than... I do think she phoned it a little bit, but she cared more than Michael Douglas and Bill Murray. Sure, yeah. Here, uh, what I'll say to kind of, like, summarize all of my, like, negative thoughts about it is I truly didn't care about a single character. Maybe Ant-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. And, like, if any of them died, I would be, I I wouldn't care. Yeah, seriously. Right? Like, in fact, I kind of wanted Ant-Man to die or have this big sacrifice I, moment at the end yeah. until they immediately retcon that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're immediately like, oh, we just kidding. Yeah, yeah, they're like, not going to be in there. I, that <laughs> he's he's got to be when in When the next portal too. opened yeah. up, I was just like, what? Are you kidding me? Immediately. <laughs> yeah. See, I would have. This was going to be such a cool ending. Yeah, I would have really wasn't. liked it if he and the Wasp mm-hmm. had been stuck down there. I think that if they would have become kind of like a part of that society, I think that would have been cool. And I think, well, so that was the original plan, actually. I was like kind of looking into this. The plan was for them to have been stuck down there and Kang to have gotten out. And so Kang would have been Mm. in the world. He wouldn't have had any of his Mm. stuff. Like he wouldn't have had the time chair or anything like that. But he would have been in the world. And Ant-Man of the Wasp would have been stuck. And I think that would have been a cool thing because like now he has this personal vendetta against this world's Avengers because he's talked about like he talked about different timelines and whatever that he killed and fought Avengers mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and so yeah, I that would have been way better. I think just kind of any sort of you know ambiguity to where this could go with these characters is just kind of like hey, they end in the exact same spot where they started, which has been happening a lot with these characters in Marvel, and I, it's mm-hmm. really bugging me because it's like why even yeah. make this. Yeah, it's just you're making it, and this criticism has been flowing around, and I'm definitely not, like, coining this at all. But all of these movies are just trailers for the next mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah, they really are. It's like not a ton has really changed, except yeah. a new season of Loki might talk about Ooh, some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. go watch that. Um, and that just kind of, that kind of bothers me. And that's like, uh, that's a studio thing. 
Yeah. I don't feel like that's 100%. the, that's yeah. the studio taking these scripts and injecting so much of setup for the next stuff into them that it like, I don't think these scripts start that way. No, definitely you know? not. Yeah. And that's the annoying. bummer is that like, there are these, uh, there are original versions of these scripts that are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. that we don't get to see. Yeah. And it's just... like, again, one of my big problems with Ant-Man is that there was an original version that was just Edgar Wright's version oh. that we're never mm, going to no. get to yeah. see. I did like Ant-Man 1 And it 1 breaks my heart. No, and, and you like Ant-Man 1, and then you see Ant-Man 2, <laughs> and you're like, why is this so much worse? And it's because it's not built off of the framework of an Edgar Wright script. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, I know that I've brought this up just about any time Ant-Man is mentioned <laughs> in this podcast. Hey. And but this, I'm this so is an Ant-Man episode, so you're, so you're good, man. About it. Can you imagine I, if Edgar uh, Wright had directed all three of these movies? Dude. <laughs> what a dude. very, very different, different yeah. trilogy universe. we would have gotten. Oh, yeah. So cool. So anyway, it's like there's just Marvel at this point has so much studio involvement because of the success of Infinity War. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to build to big build things. Build and build and build. And building yeah. to the big thing is what the job is. Uh-huh. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's no not... longer making good movies as stepping stones to the big thing. It's just building to the big thing. I, and that's, it sucks. I will say that these post credit scenes versus most of the other ones we got, well, all of them pretty much in phase four, actually felt like, <laughs> okay, I kind of know, like I didn't love either of them in this, but I was like, okay, at least I know where this is going. It's like all the yeah. Kangs, it's like, okay, that's setting up Kang Dynasty stuff. I'm sure this Council of Kangs will show up in the next Avengers movie. And then the Loki stuff, obviously, is just going to tie right into Loki. But, like, some of the other stuff, like the Shang-Chi rings and just all this random other crap that they're just kind of throwing in the air, like, hey, look, tease, tease, no, tease, like but we're K. never going to pay any of it off. That that's yeah. still bugs me, and because who knows how many years we're going to have to wait to even get an inkling of a mention of any of that stuff again. Yeah. Well, and let me let me talk about my how I could have done it better. Cool, right? Let's um, do this. And and you guys might totally disagree, and that's fine. I um, probably do. <laughs> probably just immediately. Disagree. Niles just been yep. his arms have yep. been folded I'm this just, whole time. I'm just and getting he's ready to pounce at Jerry. <laughs> <Just aliens. laughs> um, here's the thing, and I don't know much about Kang as a character in the comics, and I'm of the opinion. You shouldn't have to have read a single comic to enjoy any of these movies. I agree. Yeah. So, that said, Kang in this movie had some, like, some noble purpose that he clearly thought he was in the right. Mm-hmm. And I love that for villains. I love when they have a hard stance that they believe what they're doing is the right thing. Right? He believes that he is the one who should be kind of dictating the timelines. Yeah. And he's willing to do whatever it takes, sacrificing full timelines to protect these specific ones or this specific timeline, mm-hmm. right? I actually love that motivation. I think it's really interesting, really cool. And it reminds me a lot of a certain purple dude <laughs> named Thanon. <laughs> Thanon. Thanon. Thanon and his, fin- in his fin- infinity goobler that he used to, you know, pop and pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. No, so Thanos was like, no, this you know, world is dying, we don't have resources. Someone has to make the hard decision of basically which people need to go mm-hmm. for the greater good. Right? 
I, I see those motivations as very parallel. Absolutely. But what I think um, Infinity War was able to do when they introduced Thanos, and I know he was kind of introduced and teased before then, but this was like his introduction as far yeah, as his I'm motivation Same with wasn't Kang. introduced until Infinity War. Yeah, and Kang, this is it. Like, this is where we're getting a taste of this character. Yeah. I would have loved to see more of like him being empathetic and like caring about the people he's trying to save, right? Um, and just showing like a side of him, like Thanos, very like obviously strict in how he deals with things. It's kind of this balance randomly chooses people to die right king is more specific about who he's killing Mm -hmm. right but at the same time like seeing thanos be sad about gamora just shows that he really cares and he's willing to do whatever it takes to but he still has emotional even though it hurts him so much exactly king seemed like just a tyrant you know but not like an interesting one Mm -hmm. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's cool that you're messing with the timelines and stuff. You seem pretty scary. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I don't care about you at all. Yeah. yeah. And that's one benefit of Infinity War, too, is that Thanos is basically, like, the main character. Like, obviously, yeah. the the Avengers, it's the, it's an Avengers movie, and so they all get a lot of screen time. But Thanos has scenes on his own where he's off going on, doing his own thing. Yeah. And, you know, it really benefits a lot from that. And I hope mm-hmm. – <clears throat> see, I, I think – that now that we're like a full phase into this saga or whatever, I think that the multiverse was the wrong choice. I do not think like I like I said, I love No Way Home and I loved seeing Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield and I loved Loki yeah. and all that stuff. But I think a lot of this stuff just the multiverse stuff I'm not really sold on. I, I don't really yeah. like it very much. Mm-hmm. And I it's just I, I think they're kind of cognizant of that and I think they're just gonna power through take secret wars and i think secret wars will have a lot more of the cool stuff like you know toby coming back and andrew garfield i bet they'll show up again in secret wars and then they'll end the saga or the phase or whatever with that and then move into other stuff probably x-men mutants and it's like that that's really at this point i'll watch all this phase five and six stuff but honestly i'm just kind of counting down the years until they move on because it's just not been they haven't really paid it off and it hasn't really been that cool or interesting yeah. To go back to the Kang thing, by the way, because they're uh, like Kang can move through the multiverse, but he can also move through time. Mm-hmm. And mm. the time element is really, really cool. Yeah, I like the time. And I more. don't feel like we're going to get a lot of it no. in Loki. We're going to For sure. because we're the like the villain yeah. is going to be Victor Timely, who is like. You like that up. no, no that's, that's the name of the, name of the character the and oh, he is like he's a very he kind of time based he, he's a very time based king variant you oh, know? Yeah. Okay. so like that's gonna be cool but like i i agree with what you're saying jared about the yeah. like the emotional like actually seeing his emotional bond to his motivation because in like in earth's mightiest heroes for example in the Kang arc there, it's him basically traveling back in time after the world has been destroyed. It's a very different version of Kang than we're getting in the movies. Mm-hmm. But he comes back in time after the Earth has basically just been destroyed. And he has traced those events back to what the Avengers are doing now. So he's from the future and he comes back 
from the future. Nice. Um, (laughs) to, to kill the Avengers to stop that from happening ever. Yeah. And so you as a viewer have this whole thing where it's like, is Kang even a bad guy? (laughs) Right. And, and like, that's the feeling that we should have watching Kang. It's Mm -hmm. the feeling we had watching Thanos, not entirely because we were like, well, he's trying to kill half of the population. So (laughs) that's kind of extreme. But (laughs) when, when the villains in their eyes are just the Avengers and they have a good reason for thinking. So you're kind of like, well, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, who do I root for now? And, and I want that kind of a hook Mm -hmm. for Kang. And we didn't get it in this for movie. for Thanos. It's not even that the Avengers are the villains; they're just standing in his way. Like he he's like exactly. there's opposition, but he's not sitting out to kill them. He's just like I'm trying yeah. to do this thing, and I'm only fighting you because you're in my way. Like I'm not seeking you out to fight yeah. you and kill you, but yeah. I will yeah. because you're and, preventing me from accomplishing my goal. And that's how you differentiate Kang, at least in the in the cartoon, is he hunts the Avengers out because they caused what he like they are at least in his eyes the reason the world ends mm. yeah. and so it's like okay he's just going back in time and killing baby hitler yeah he yeah. thinks it's you know like and so idea. it's like you you have this thing where you're like i don't like they're all the bad guy and they're all the good guy so i don't know where i should stand and i like that is an angle that i wish we could have, and it's an angle we can't have because infinity war already happened. Mm -hmm. So like the Avengers are kind of gone. Yeah. You know? Mm, Yeah. And that's a bummer. Um, but I'm totally with you. And I understand maybe they don't want to go that direction or they, they want to hold out on that depth for Kang until later, whatever whatever it is. But all I'm saying is like, in my eyes, Kang in this was a fine villain. Yeah. Like yeah, he was just I, I am. He was, okay. he was well, well performed. It was a good performance. Yeah, the great yeah. performance. Yeah. I love Jonathan Majors. Yeah, and like, well, and that's the thing. Marvel's gotten amazing actors mm-hmm. to play subpar yeah. villains in the past. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, I mean, like, the fact that they're now, I'm now being told, like, oh no, Kang's a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's going to be coming up a lot. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. Because the other that. interesting yeah, thing, no, and I think that's something that probably a lot of people are thinking right yeah. now, which is a bummer. Because Kang is a really cool villain to have as the main guy. Um, yeah, I mean, Modok's a cool villain. Yeah. Taskmaster's a cool villain. Yeah, but yeah. They, it doesn't like the names do. The names and the costumes and the actors really don't mean much if they're not written well. Yeah, um, I because it's interesting because the TVA at the end of um, Loki season one has that mm-hmm. Kang variant dressed kind of like Kang from the comics. So I think that's a different version than this Kang because this Kang didn't even talk about TVA at all. And so no. I don't, th- I, I, because he's been stranded in the quantum realm for however long. And so I think there's other conquerors as well. So I wonder if this one died and there's just a different conqueror and that'll be, he's similar enough <laughs> or he's from a different time of him. Maybe he's from the future. Like, who knows? I, yeah. I really have no clue what they're going to try and do with King, especially because they maybe killed him in this, which again yeah, is absurd. Hard to say. <laughs> who knows? Um, I will say I did like how goofy this movie is. Like a lot of the silliness I kind of dug. Some of it yeah, was just lost. the environment. Yeah, just the in general environment, like the the buildings that talked, and the little goopy guy that like ate yeah. all those bros, like stuff like that was just kind of fun. You know, it, yeah, it was fun. It was inconsequential. Mm-hmm. But then there was just like the weird other dumb stuff, and it just yeah. kind of brought it down. Um, and so you know, I like I said, I'll, I'll keep watching these movies until I can't anymore. And for now, I'm still in it because there's some ones coming up that I'm you know generally genuinely interested. In um, Guardians yeah. Three, I like I said, 
I hope it's good. I well, <laughs> it better be good. Do, do you guys want to hear, <laughs> or, or you're gonna yeah ruin your life? Do you guys <laughs> want to hear what I could have done better? Yeah, I would love to in this that. movie. Yeah, please. Um, so there is a sequence in this movie where an army of ants. Oh, oh, we yeah, forgot about the come entire in army of and and they beat Kang in a fight like because they're big kind of. and they're they're really smart because <laughs> they existed for a thousand years in their brains. Don't think about it too long. And and or ants hard. get ants get smarter and strive for more intelligence. I guess. It's dumb. Remember how Hank Pym okay. loves ants? He yeah. loves Oh yeah, and Hank Pym the first movie. Yeah. Hank Pym's only conversation topic in this entire movie is that he likes ants. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, oh, that so, character was so underutilized. And that here's he's what been with do. a woman named like Linda. Lydia. <laughs> Linda, yeah. that's what it is. Here's what you do. That was dumb you can keep the plot point of the big ant army coming in, but mm. instead you have Hank when they all go down to the quantum realm, which also, why aren't we calling it the microverse yet? Let's just call it the microverse. Like it is in the comics. They're not it's going to at this point. It's the quantum, quantum realm and they're not changing it. It's so stupid. Anyway, well, microverse is too, too close to multi. Yeah, that's I true. Guess. Actually. So they go down. This is what should happen. Okay. Hank gets separated from the group and you don't see him for the whole movie. Mm. So you're like, where's Hank at? What's going on? Then at the end, when the ant army shows up and they are the smart ones, what it should be is Hank shows up and he's like, as I was coming down, I in like my mind advanced for a thousand years mm. or something like that. Like I progressed this much, or even I got down here like 50 years before you guys did. And so I've been working and I've been building this thing up. And here is this ant army that I am leading that I'm in charge of. And they're responding to me that fulfills his really cool, like Ant-Man role. It makes Hank Pym matter to the story at yeah. all. And it, <laughs> yes. it doesn't feel like just kind of some cheap, like the dam breaks and a flood comes in and kills everybody. Like yeah. there's actual motivation behind that happening. Yeah. And I do like that instead of just writing him out, because I feel like if everyone else got sucked into this machine and only a couple people were still in the real world, yeah, you'd be cutting back it kind of like a, MJ and Ned in yeah. um, Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. um, where it's like, they don't really matter to the story that much. Yeah. They're just kind of also along for the ride, but they're not involved in it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad we were like, everyone who we see is in the multiverse. No, sorry. That's why we don't call it that. In the quantum <laughs> yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's in the quantum realm. Uh, and like that's where the story is, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I kind of also like that whole time dynamic. I think Nile, you could have done, done, done it better. I could have done it better. I could have done it better. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, I don't, I just don't have enough 
willpower to try and think of ways I could have done this better. Just because I don't care enough about it, like, to really <laughs> be like, oh, man, yeah, we could have done this and this. Like, certainly we've yeah. talked about stuff, but there's not enough, like, big ideas I have for this movie to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. other than the well, ending, which we kind of talked about with them getting stuck. But beyond that, That's it's like, my... it's just not consequential enough for me to care about, like, yeah. really putting a lot of personal stake into it. Well, it was just fun and, at... you know. We'll move on. And that's my problem with Marvel Marvel right now is that this isn't even anything that I've put time and effort into thinking. I, I was talking about this on the way out of the yeah. theater. Yeah. Like this isn't, this mm-hmm. isn't a, that's not a difficult thing to correct and do what, at least in my mind is way better than what was in the movie. It's not yeah. that hard to come up with better things than what you're doing. Marvel. Well, and it, <laughs> like... again, it's not like that is exclusive to this movie, right? No. We've talked about this probably in every episode yeah. where there's just some things we're like, man, why'd you just, why'd you include yeah. that? Why, yeah. why just change it for yep. it to be this, you know, just change why the does order of Shang-Chi need a whole dragon fight at yeah. the end? Yeah. Oh, dude, like, seriously. Y- you've, you've built a great story around his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we you can don't just have to fight have a big back. gray thing. Like we get it. Yeah. That's been in plenty of other movies. Yeah, yeah. that that does bug These me movies a lot don't Shang-Chi. need to be bigger and better. They just need to be yeah. better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be really interesting to see like a, a ten million dollar budget Marvel movie. Yeah, like what they would yeah. do with that. Just like really low stakes. Yeah, ho- I mean, hopefully, like hallway fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, from Daredevil. Yeah. Like another great example of a fighter not really knowing how to fight, or knowing how to fight but actually being winded by mm-hmm. the experience. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I want more of that. It humanizes so them. good. I liked. Uh, I guess we got to wrap it up, but I want to say I loved that Ant Man got the Tobey Maguire Spider Man treatment at the end of this one, where he just gets beat to a pulp. Yeah, I did like that. Loved and maybe it. that's. That Maybe that's just a sick. Spider-Man experience, you know? The smashing like... of the helmet and then just railing <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. amazing. I kind of, I would have been all right if he had died, honestly. I would have been. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Like I said, it was the best part of the movie. But I would have been like, wow, you know, this is crazy. Kang is a big threat. He killed one of the main Avengers. But nope. They're sticking around. Nope, so bad. No, none nope, of them They bad. won. They won. We're good. Mm-hmm. But Kang, Kang will return, I guess. So. You know what? Kang will return. Even after this conversation, discussing the bad stuff, discussing the good stuff, I'm holding on to my four star rating. Good. All good right. for you, man. Mine's going down to I'm a glad two, you liked so. it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I really did like it. I had a good time with it. I I know that this is a unique thing to say, but it gave me hope for the next Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. Whoa. <laughs> I am still the All same right, kind of tepid trepidation with wanting them to be good. I don't really have a lot of yeah. hope that they will be. Yeah, I, I would say I, I I don't think I'm entirely hopeful. <laughs> yeah, but I just, just a little gave a me glimmer, some hope. Yeah. There are yeah, certainly ones I'm more excited for than others, but, you know, some of those I'm like, man, I can't imagine a world where I care about the Marvels <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's, like, great, I'm just... We gotta go opening night. Cases always. <laughs> a full case. Please, we got a pound of full case. Yeah, I think just to contribute to that, the amount of hope I have in the remainder of this, you know, whole universe, this whole cinematic universe, is the same amount of hope that was in this movie. Mm. Yeah. You want to hear my impression of how much hope was in this movie? Wait, I do have one more thing I'm going to say. Well, that was it right there. I was <laughs> that just was doing a my good impression. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It's the same I one. I didn't mean to cut off your... That was that would have been a great ending, and I'll let you do it. I just have one more thing, just kind of with the future. <laughs> Thanks, did man. It. I already did it. <laughs> so this better be really it's, good. Yeah, you better have something. It better be just something. Well, it's not that great. I didn't know you were gonna finish it off like that. I was just gonna add something, but basically, add I it. will say Marvel is. It seems more cognizant now after the reception of Phase Four to making Phase Five and Beyond better. Case in point being that they pushed Blade back and completely scrapped the script and rewrote it because of how bad it was. And so, you know... <laughs> the fact that they would have just released it had they not gotten pushed yeah. back says so much about the, the studio yeah, right no, now. no, seriously. But the fact that they're doing better and they're, they're like adjusting release dates, they're pushing stuff back to give it more time to be developed and written and shot and, you know, given VFX stuff more time is good and i am hopeful in that regard with nile like that hopefully they'll make stuff better rather than worse but jared i think you had something you wanted to say he already did you can say it again yeah i already did thanks for watching and by watching i mean listening yeah or maybe watching we did test out doing a zoom (laughs) screen recording oh yeah maybe hello yeah so yeah, sorry, we kind of forgot we were recording, so excuse <laughs> yeah. us for all of the nose picking that we did this entire time. But there's actually uh, there's a good chance I picked. My yeah, nose I mean, nose. there's there's I, uh, yeah, I've been I've been picking at a I've been picking at a zit. Yeah, maybe we won't release that. <laughs> there are two types of people but, in this world. Hey, but thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I love you very much. If you happen to go see this movie with friends, send this episode to yeah. them. You know. Yeah. Say hey. Look at hey. these bozos. Yeah. And we're brought to you by Zoa. Yeah. <laughs> and we're brought to you by Letterboxd soon. Yep. And we're brought to you by Atreides Attack, <laughs> the number one strategy um, Dune based app. Goodbye. We'll see you on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday.